The LinkedIn Podcast Network is sponsored by Medtronic. Medtronic is dedicated to the pursuit of life-transforming health tech. From AI to robotics and beyond, we're reinventing what's possible, and we're just getting started. Visit Medtronic.com to learn more. LinkedIn News. How do you want to feel when you're at home? Hey everyone, from LinkedIn News, this is In the Arena, a podcast exploring human potential. I'm Leah Smart, and every week you'll find me right here in conversation with bright minds and brave hearts learning how we can improve our lives and our world by transforming ourselves. So one of my biggest epiphanies last year was the importance of the physical environment that we're in, that place that we call home. I had left my apartment in New York and gone across the country to try my hand at nomading. And what I realized, because it didn't work out very well, was I much prefer having one solid place I call home and then traveling from there if I want to. So when I got back and started thinking about this, I went down a rabbit hole. And of course, I figured out that there are many studies that link the space that we spend most of our time to our well-being, which probably isn't shocking, but it's something I don't think we pay a lot of attention to. Now, COVID has changed a lot of people's definitions of home. So whether you stayed put or moved around, something probably shifted about the space you're in. And with the constraints we all have, whether they be space, time, or money, I wondered how each of us could get intentional about where we live so it's authentic to us without having to change everything up, break the bank, or spend months thinking about it. So I found Ted Vatican and Angie Myung. They're a married couple, they live in Los Angeles, and they started a company called Poketo, focused on everyday design. And when they first started the company in 2003, they were working and living in a tiny studio apartment. So they've designed their life in all sorts of spaces. Home is always a place of respite. You know, you come home and you feel peaceful and you feel calm and it's inviting and so on and so forth. Now I think that we have that, but it hasn't always been that way. Okay, so Paquetto has a few storefronts, but they also have this really cool online store that's all about making art and design accessible to everybody every day. So when you go to their website, you get hit with these bright colors and these simple but really bold shapes. And Angie and Ted have written a book called Creative Spaces that explores the many ways in which we can get creative in our spaces. In a few seconds, you're going to hear us talk about the connection between you and the space you call home, how it's all really a work in progress, and also what you can do right now to make your space something that reflects both who you are today and hints at who you're becoming. But first, I really wanted to get their opinion on why we should even care about this topic. How do you think that the everyday person should be thinking about their physical environment? I think what home means to me or or where I find joy is we usually have things that really sort of resonate with us or that have a personal connection to us. I don't think, you know, having your space be like a cookie cutter image of a design catalog is anything inspiring to me, right? What's inspiring to me and what we have in our home are connections to our friends, connections to our family, um, things that just bring us joy. So 
as an example, that might be an artwork that I may have bought from a friend that I can have focused front and center in the living room. Or, mm-hmm. you know, when we travel, I usually collect rocks from different places that we travel, rocks that just sort of like speak to me in some way when we're there. And it's also sort of a reminder of that place. And to me, home is is that. It's kind of feeling at peace. Um, it's feeling love. It's feeling joy. And you sort of see this through the objects and the different things that, that you sort of fill your home with. I love the the rock collection in the last two years you know, so many people have uprooted themselves, gone to multiple places and no longer have one place they call home. And so I I love this idea of resonance with the many places we may call home now because we've had such an array of experience, many of us, over the last two years during the height of COVID. Absolutely. And and same with us, you know, this idea of home being anywhere, I totally agree with you there. Like a creative space is not just your living space or not just your office space, but it's like really sort of a state of being in a lot of ways, right? And really that, like you're saying, like that you're able to sort of travel with that. And I think that's the coolest part of, you know, where now with sort of remote work or work from home, you are able to experience, um, kind of different creative spaces where, wherever you are. Also being in nature, I think that's mm. really, that's been a huge gift, you know? So mm-hmm. whenever we go camping or backpacking, we always like realize, oh my God, like there's only like few things I need to live, you know? Your tent becomes like a really beautiful home in mm-hmm. the nature. Yeah, you know, it's it's interesting. I only really realized the true importance of physical space uh, last year when I uprooted my physical space and I gave up my apartment in New York and went across the country to Oregon. And I was living in a space which was beautiful, but it wasn't mine. Mm-hmm. And it didn't really hit me for about six weeks that, wait, this isn't my space. And I can't connect fully to to it in that way. Like I, I kept saying to my friends, I want to be in a place where I have a key and I turn the lock and everything inside is mine and I've done it on purpose despite how beautiful this space is. And so it made me think about the fact that, you know, perhaps many people either don't have the the like mental space or the privilege to really sit down and think about their space why does it matter? You know, when you all are thinking about accessible everyday design, why does it matter for us to care about this, no matter the resources we have? Because I think that whichever space you're in, whether it's your office space or studio or a home, I mean, for example, like when I I like to cook a lot, I love cooking and I need to first clean the kitchen first. Like, I need to wipe everything down. I need to organize everything, wash all the dishes before I can, like, start to cook. Because I think I need a really clean space. I need a really, like, an empty space to start to even create. So I think having actually an organized space also gives you a peace of mind, Mm -hmm. in my opinion. So um, sometimes I would go to, like, my friends' places and it's, like, you know, they're, they're artists and they're, everything's everywhere. It's just like, how do you live like this, you know? <laughs> but they, I mean, in, in their mind, organized chaos is what they feel comfortable with. Right. They're like, I know exactly where that thing is. It's under the pile of stuff over exactly, here. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah. How about you, Ted? I think it's important to surround yourself with, 
with uh, meaningful things, right? And your home should be that. It should be things that um, that sort of you know remind you of of love and sort of remind you of uh, uh, of being joyful. And that's how we you design our own home, right? So we try to fill it with things from our friends or people that we know or objects that mean something. That's it for us. It's like our house, you know, it, it's funny enough. The aesthetic of Poketo is very kind of colorful. It does have sort of a minimal quality to it, but it's very joyful. It's very fun, it's just kind of full of joy and whimsy. We are surrounded by that every day when we go to work and we love it. But when we leave work and we come home, our home isn't actually like our workspace, A giant right? poketto. <laughs> yeah, it's not a giant poketto. Yeah. And that's the thing. That's the thing that we love about it is that we can kind of have this experience of the color, um, that, that sort of inspiration that poketto offers when we're in on the day-to-day. But then we can come home and have a totally different experience that we also enjoy, right? So it's, it's almost a, a place to breathe. So we we sort of are lucky to kind of have that respite in our home and then, you know, be able to go down to work and still be fully, you know, stimulated with all the colors and the, the city and the downtown, which we also love. But it's nice to have both. Yeah. Um, so, you know, to me, it's like it's not about just filling it with stuff, but it's about finding things that kind of... Um, that are meaningful to you. Yeah, yeah, finding things that are meaningful yeah. to you and finding things that you want to make your, how you want your home to kind of make you feel, right? Yeah, finding joy in the objects that you decide to bring in. Mm-hmm. So um, we are very like intentional of buying things as well because I don't really want to own a lot of things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, just running Poketo and making things and buying things for a living has really made me a very minimal person. (laughs) How interesting, right? That was the impact is like, wow, I need less. Yeah. We're going to take a quick break. All right. So you've heard why it matters to care about your personal space. And you're probably already thinking about how you'd like your space to evolve either a little bit or a lot. And it reminds me of this brainstorm session that I was in recently where the person leading it said to me, before you start talking about what we can and can't do, just tell me the list of things you want without limits. I loved that, and I think it applies here, too. Sometimes we get so tied to being quote-unquote realistic that we don't give ourselves the space to dream just a little bit beyond what we currently see. Okay, so go dream a bit, and we'll be back with How to Get Started. The LinkedIn Podcast Network is sponsored by Medtronic. Medtronic is dedicated to the pursuit of life-transforming healthcare technology. From artificial intelligence to robotics and beyond, health tech is reinventing what's possible. Every year, Medtronic improves the lives of 74 million people, and we're just getting started. Visit Medtronic.com to learn more. And we're back with Ted Vatican and Angie Myung on the questions to ask yourself to get more intentional and creative in your space. So what you were saying, and you alluded to this, Angie, you know, when I think about your book, Creative Spaces, it felt like the people you featured had a lot of intentionality behind the design of their spaces. It was functional and it was intentional. Um, and 
I'm wondering as as you think about people who might be asking themselves right now, what is my experience of my space? You know, how am I experiencing it today? What's something that, you know, someone who doesn't have a huge budget or maybe feels like their constraints are like, I don't have an eye for design or I have roommates or I live in a tiny studio in New York City and I can't, you know, I'm deciding between putting my, you know, my dishes or my towels in my in my kitchen cupboards. What would you tell them to do or how would you tell them to think about their space? Think about your space as a blank space, like a blank canvas, and like start to write down or things that you definitely need to have. So Mm. you need a bed, you need possibly a sofa, you need like few dishes at least. And then think about the things that you want to bring in to give you the joy or to give you the, you know, a smile on your face. So that's like, actually, that's cuts down so much clutter. Even if you have a small space, you can fit everything that you need and then the a few things that you want in there. And then go from there. For us over the years, like when we first moved in, like when Angie was saying, it was like sort of this blank canvas. Mm. And it really gave us the opportunity to really sort of explore how we want to design our home. And even over the years, it's changed. And I think that's that's the cool thing about designing a space or designing a home, designing an office. It's like, you shouldn't be afraid of change. Having it evolve constantly is okay. Having it change is okay. And just because you may have bought, you know, whatever, this this chair or a piece of decor doesn't mean that you can't replace it later, right? Or you can't switch it out. And that's the cool thing is that the space itself, it's not one and done. It's It really should be something that's always um, evolving. Right? right. As you're evolving, your space also evolves. You know, yeah. you, might, you might be tired of this thing that you bought 10 years ago because you're not that person anymore or that you're not into it as much anymore. It's interesting, like living in New York, moving is in such a normal thing in New York. You know, it's like you're moving apartment to apartment to apartment at any given time. Um, and I think I've lived in maybe six since I, I moved here. And uh, one thing you get used to is you can't keep everything every time you move. And yeah. you don't realize that that's what's going to happen. And it actually, maybe in a similar way that you said, Angie, it's made me think like, God, I don't need nearly as much stuff as I thought I'd need. And I really, I don't like clutter. Um, I don't like having a lot, uh, particularly because I, I know that there may be a point where it's going to shift because change happens. So I love the idea that you're talking about this sense of how things can shift, being okay with how they shift, and then getting better at deciding what actually matters to you in the space that you live in. The reason I think this conversation is important is because, you know, they've done a ton of studies on well-being and its connection to the physical environment you're around, how it can raise or lower stress. And, you know, there are all these things that I think we take for granted um, and maybe also just don't feel like we have the mental space to consider when it comes to how our space impacts mm-hmm. us, our minds, our well-being, our creativity, our joy, and, you know, the kind of the fun that we have. Yeah. I agree with you, Leah. Like, I, the best thing is, like, waking up in the morning, making my cup of coffee, being able to just sit on the couch and just feel like, oh, like you can breathe, yeah. right? To me, home is, it should be that. It's like, it's, it's a, it's a place for peace. It's a place to feel safe. It's a place mm-hmm. to feel loved. And, and really like, that's what we're trying to build in our own home, in our own spaces. And 
you know, when we have friends over to be able to host and to be able to kind of provide that sort of like, I don't know, that kind of like love and friendship. What's the first thing you all notice when you walk into someone's home? I think it's just an, an overall vibe that you get when you when you walk into a space, right? I think when we were doing this book, you know, we we visited over 20 different creatives and and each of these spaces were totally different, right? From a one bedroom apartment to, you know, a cabin in the woods and different studios. So we we saw it all and and I think that you know, whenever we would go into a space, I would kind of take in, I would try to be observant of everything. Like, mm. how does it smell? Like, what <laughs> what, what music are they playing? Um, you know, what's, you know, how are they decorating the space? You know, how are they using it? Because, you know, your home or your space is is kind of a hybrid space for a lot of people. It's mm. not just home. So many creatives that we interviewed for this book like they have a garage studio where they're making ceramics and getting dirty and you know are able to then walk up a flight of stairs and then be in their home so things are just kind of like they're all meshed together work and life and home and studio and I think that the overall vibe are those things it's like it's all those senses. It's like mm-hmm. what you hear, what you smell, what you see, um, I think is is kind of what I sort of naturally take in whenever I step into someone's house, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, what's the experience? What's the experience, you know? Yeah. And, and we took that same kind of like idea even into uh, the stores that we created for Poketo. It's like, mm-hmm. how do we want people to feel. We have our office in the store, so we hear our customers come in. Mm -hmm. And when our customers come in, we hear this, "Ah!" or like, it's so cute, you know? And to me, like, (laughs) it's like they're in this Poketo world. And they are automatically, as soon as they enter, they get this feeling of like, oh my God, this is, there's something that is making me happy, or something is super cute, or it's like, I often hear things like, oh my God, it smells so good in here. So Mm -hmm. it's those types of things that I think when you think about everything that kind of creates the experience, it's, it's everything. It's all those things. And so Angie, then I'm curious, what would you, for someone who's saying, you know, I want to ask myself a question to help myself redesign a space. So I don't have a blank slate. I'm not starting with nothing. What's a question they could ask themselves to create a space that feels more like them? I think one, you kind of need to look at what you're using your space for. Is it going to be a combo of your office and your home? Or is it just going to be home? Or just is it just the office? Your intention is like the most important way. And then you can make adjustments along the way. I love that. Yeah. And also accepting and remembering that it's always a work in progress. I I think that it's daunting to think that you're designing something that that has a finality to it, right? Mm -hmm. I think that's where it's daunting. It's like, it's got to be perfect. So I have to find the perfect thing. And, you know, it, it kind of like stops you from being curious and exploring is when you think like it's got to be perfect. And I think that's the thing. It's always changing. It's always a work in progress and never being afraid of letting things kind of grow naturally and change naturally. Evolve. Yeah. 
I would love to have you all answer these three statements. Uh, and Angie, I'll start with you. And so the first statement is better humans are. Always learning and never stopping. And Ted, better work is. Better work is finding balance between work and life. And then I'll have you both answer this one. A better world has. Being empathetic of different people and different situations and and really just kind of going with the flow and doing the best you can. Better humans. (laughs) Love that. It's a first. Well, and I appreciate both of you all for doing the work you're doing. And the thing that stood out to me most, which I mentioned, is uh, the accessibility. So thank you for for doing that work. Thank you so much. That was Angie Myung and Ted Vatican, founders of Poketo and co-authors of Creative Spaces. Side note, aren't you always curious to see where that couple with the cool outfits or the fabulous woman walking down the street lives? I figure if that's the way they're walking around the world, what must their house look like? So I am keeping my fingers crossed for an invite to a cool house soon. If you have one, let me know. If you're thinking about your space differently after this conversation, share this episode with someone you care about and make sure to leave us a rating before you go. It helps other people like you find this show and grow with our community. And even more helpful, write a one sentence review telling me what changed about your thoughts on the place that you call home. And you can always find me on LinkedIn, writing about human potential and meaningful living. In the Arena is a production of LinkedIn News. The show is produced by Michelle O'Brien. Joe DeGiorgi mixed our show. Florencia Ayando is head of original audio and video. Dave Pond is head of news production. Dan Roth is the editor-in-chief of LinkedIn. And I'm Leah Smart. Thanks for coming on the journey with me, and I will see you next week. <laughs>